I'm getting sick of these sad therapy sessions, y'all. Um, Badgers, Badgers dropped a, a game where, quite frankly, they weren't competitive enough against a game in a game where they really needed. Um, a lot of thoughts on it. I'm frustrated, but let's talk about it. Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Badgers, the reaction show coming off the, a Rutgers loss that, quite frankly, really never even felt competitive past the first, I don't know, 10 minutes. That second half was just a slow burn. Um, today's episode brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 to get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Oh, um, all right. Like, so obviously, this is a sad one. Let's play the sad music because this is, we haven't had a good therapy session in a while. And this was a game that Badgers, I felt like at least you can you could come out and lay an egg, right? Like, you've lost three in a row. Um, and they came out and it looked disinterested. I, I don't know if it's it's the Blackwell and the Kamari injury, minutes piling up. I'm not really sure. Um, it's just me today. And I apologize for being late on this show. Uh, my kid, I actually had someone text me and they're like, did, did this game break you? Or are we not doing therapy sessions anymore? I'm like, no, no, we are here win or lose. Because that's what this community is. Like, we are here no matter what. Uh, my kid, my nine-year-old actually had a basketball game in the middle of the day. So I had to record this game come home and watch it late and then do the therapy session. So that's why it's late today, but no, we'll never duck it. We will never duck a loss on this channel, even when it's super painful. Um, Cause these are painful for me. I, let me just be real for a second. Like I've been a pretty big fan of Greg guard, what he's done. I I've kind of pushed back against a lot of the criticism and it's painful to, to watch these games and step up. I'm not step up. Like I'm not doing anything, but like then to have these discussions and these therapy sessions after games where quite frankly, we look terrible today. Like the Badgers look terrible today. They, they look disinterested. They look sloppy. They weren't ready to play. Um, 11 turnovers in the first half. Like what? That, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a terrible first half performance. And once you dig that hole on the road, when you've lost three in a row, you're not digging yourself out against a team that's won two straight road games and has their home crowd at their back. You can't start that poorly on the road. Uh, there's no excuses. Uh, I, I want to get into some comments here. Because, again, this is the therapy show. This is all of our show together as we process wins and losses. Uh, let's go to social media quick. Uh, Jeff Petroik has said, no surprise, Badgers coach lamented the early turnovers, which led to a 9-0 hole and plenty of confidence for Rutgers. I've said this a lot on the show. And, by the way, I'm sitting here drinking my uh, my coffee out of my Edmund Fitzgerald coffee mug, right? And there's some interesting parallels between the middle of this season and the Edmund Fitzgerald. Not saying this this season is becoming a shipwreck, but – Not saying it's not either. Um, you know, I've said several times this this year, like not all turnovers are created equal, right? If you have a turnover on a fast break where it's three on two and you're pushing in and you just throw a pass a little too aggressive, some of these turnovers they're making are just they're just terrible. I mean, there were two turnovers just breaking the press because Carter Dillmore, like he, I don't think you want him dribbling up the court against the press. He got the other one right at half court and he pivoted over the half court line. Like, like those are just those are inexcusable type of turnovers, right? There's just throwing the ball out of bounds because you think Crowell's going to roll and then he doesn't. Those are two senior players in Hepburn and Crowell. Like you're just throwing the ball away. 
Uh, those are, those aren't the same type of turnover as an aggressive turnover. You're driving down a lane and someone steps in and takes a charge. Those are turnovers you live with. The sloppy turnovers are turnovers that you can't live with. They're not okay for a veteran team. Like you're just giving the game away. Um, we got uh, continue on Twitter here. We got the the dumpster fire emoji for Wisconsin basketball from Tim Grogan. Zach says it's time to fire Greg Guard. Uh, Matt Scott says, where's the, the great guard sunshine, sunshine blowers that absolutely gutless performance from a poorly coached ball club. I don't think see, and this is where I, I kind of wanted to put this up. And this is Matt Scott. I, I would consider myself probably a great guard sunshine blower for a four game stretch does not a season make. I want to be super clear on this. This, this is not the end of the Badgers basketball season. It is getting super concerning though. Like the season's not over, but this is getting super concerning, right? And it's not just losing. If you look in my today's show notes, you guys remember um, Bo Pelini at Nebraska, right? And it, it wasn't really the losses. And there was more than just this. But it wasn't really the losses. It was how you lost games. You st- you weren't competitive. Like, they weren't competitive in this game against Rutgers. I, you know, like, that's just ah, – I, that, you can't you can't just not be competitive after a three-game loss. Um I want to just get some, let's get some comments here. I got a bunch of them starred. Again, I'm frustrated. I don't think this is fire. I still like, I'm not going to go. This is not fire guard moments for me. I'm not there. I still think don't ignore that, that good stretch just of the season. That's good stretch of the season happened, right? The wire to wire win against Michigan state happened. The, the win against Marquette, like don't ignore the good parts of this season, but uh, no excuses for how they played today either. Um, a Kefo says Gak. The Nebraska loss changed their season. They are black and toast. Yeah, man, you, you call it, it, it. It is almost like they got knocked to the mat in that second half against Nebraska. Like you go back to that first half and then look at the last 160 minutes of basketball, 140, 140 minutes of basketball since that first half against Nebraska, right? The last 140 minutes of basketball has been outside of really good effort against Purdue. It hasn't been nearly good enough. And it, it is almost like a Kefo said, they got knocked to the mat in that Nebraska game. They haven't fully gotten back up, which is surprising for a veteran team. Uh, Kefo also says, Ryan, you are a god forever. Having to talk about this team on a daily basis, check your blood pressure. Yeah, listen, my blo- uh, this is rough. Again, I, I'm a fan, right? Like I'm like everybody in this chat, what, no matter where you are in the great guard spectrum on this, we're all fans. Like we all want the Badgers to do well. Like this is painful. Um, it, it's painful to see this. But again, it is people aren't going to want to hear this, and I have at times been accused of, of being, I don't know, not not critical enough of Greg Gardner this program. It is just a four game stretch in this moment. Um, that 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 home game against Ohio State is going to be absolutely enormous, uh, absolutely enormous. Because then you go back on the road against Iowa, you got to you got to win your home games from here on out. And obviously, the the Big Ten regular season is is that was, even before this loss wasn't in the picture, but. Now you really got to start thinking, we got to get some mojo coming up for March. Like we got to start to to build some confidence or this thing really could spiral. Like there's a chance this thing spirals a little bit here and it gets worse before it gets better. And then instead of being that like solid top four seed, you might be limping into March. And that's a worst case scenario. Um, Jeffrey Demeter says it's time to have a serious conversation about guards future with the program. I So I certainly respect that. Like I, I never tell anybody how to fan or what to think. I don't think I'm there. I, I don't think... Again, you just look at his winning percentage, what he's done in this program. I'm not just ignoring the good chunk of this season. I don't think we're there yet, but this is a super concerning four-game stretch. 
Kenneth Polthus says, oh, this is going to be the, here comes, uh, the, wait, sorry. Oh, this is going to be great. Here comes the Greg Guard excuse show, hashtag Bear Guard. I'll just say this, man. And again, people aren't going to want to hear this, but I'm just, I'm always going to be honest with y'all, whether I'm right or wrong. Like I get plenty wrong. I get plenty right, whatever. Um, I'm, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. Is it an excuse? Wisconsin shot 24% from three. Hit some shots, man. I like that. There were a lot of open looks in this game. Oh, AJ Stores over five, two or three of those he probably shouldn't have taken. Klesman had like two or three wide open looks. Um, crowd bricked one at the top of the key. The starting backcourt scored five points. Um, are those excuses? Is that ultimately on Greg Guard? Yes, it is. I want to be super clear. I come from the Navy school of thought, the U.S. Navy, where the captain is responsible for everything that happens on the ship, right? So ultimately, it is Greg Guard's fault, but like some dudes got to hit some shots. You know, in the last, in this four game stretch, do y'all know what we've shot from three over the last four games? Here it is 32%, 16%, 26%, 24%. Some of this is just really poor shooting. Really poor shooting kills you on a basketball court. Um, Oh man, I got a bunch more comments in here. I have more thoughts too. I thought Wisconsin lost the hustle place today. I thought Rutgers consistently played harder. Some of that is on coach guard, right? Some of that's on the veterans on this team. You know, Rutgers had more second chance points, uh, more points in the paint, more fast break points, more points off turnovers. Those are hustle stats. Um, blocks, some people consider blocks a hustle stat. I don't think blocks is a hustle stat. Some teams just have springy centers and power forwards, Wisconsin. But like those other things, turnovers, points off turnovers, uh, points in the paint, transition buckets. Uh, that's hustle stuff, man. And they got out hustled. They got out hustled. They didn't shoot well. They turned it over. They were sloppy. And when you do that, you lose by 22 on the road. All right, we're going to take a quick break for our friends of the show. Come back. I want to get a bunch of your comments in. Again, I don't think this season's over. I'm not turning the key in on that. And there is a positive I want to talk about, even though I'm sure people don't want to hear it. But um, not all, all bad, in my opinion. Today's game is brought to you. Our today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Our good friends are at FanDuel. Um, make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports book of the NFL. Obviously, the Super Bowl is coming on later today. I hope everyone has an incredible time with family, friends. Whatever you're doing for that one, do it safely. Do it responsibly. Just like FanDuel, do it safely. But it is the number one spot to get all your sports betting needs, all your sports betting information, futures, partly. And we had a great, some great future stuff come out on FanDuel. Y'all see Wisconsin's over-under on FanDuel, 6.5. The Wisconsin football over-under set at 6.5. In the chat, where are you going? If you had to say right now, 2024 football, over-under 6.5. That's on FanDuel. You can make that bet right now. New customers get a $5 bet, and you get $150 in bonus bets for free, win or lose. Make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash locked on, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. And if you had to ask me right now if I'm going over under 6.5 on the football team, I'm going under. I'm going to take six wins. I think that might be me just being miserable over this basketball loss still, though. All right, let's 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 get your comments in on this. Um, and again, I really appreciate everybody tuning in. You guys are amazing, and you, you are what makes this 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 show so incredible. A um, couple more star comments in here. Silent Polk says the turnover train continues. Um, yeah, there's way too many careless turnovers, right? And you can't you can't win games with careless turnovers. Musab Eltzgani, and I apologize if I mispronounced that, Musab. Um, the Kamari injury effect is lingering way more than I thought it would. But it's it's Kamari coupled with Blackwell, right? So, you know, when you have the, the inconsistency uh, from a scoring standpoint of our starting backcourt, has become problematic. Uh, Max and Hepburn today combined for five points. 
you know, Hepburn was pretty good last game, but Max kind of disappeared. And then the previous games, Max was really good, but Hepburn wasn't there. We haven't got a lot of consistent offense in the same game from both of them in a while. That's a problem. And then when you have Blackwell and Kamari both unable to play, you know, that puts even more pressure on that starting backcourt and, and Connor Siegen to make plays. And it, it's been tough. Yeah. Uh, so that, that Kamari injury effect is lingering. It's lingering a lot more than I thought it would, quite frankly. Craig Hendricks says, is it football season yet? Nah, we got a while, Craig. <laughs> oh, we got a while. Absolutely got a while. Um, Will Hanna says, I've heard people talk about experience with this team. Something I remember that my father would say, experience only matters if it matters. Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, you can have an experienced player that's no good, or you could have a young player that's really good. Now, the problem, the, the interesting thing is, and this is where – it's been kind of unusual to me is the experience on this team is generally the better players like Hepper and crawl wall. You know, those guys have a lot of experience and they, you shouldn't it's that's maybe the most disappointing part of this for me. If I'm being completely honest, because a lot of this core is coming back next year. Right. And you shouldn't have these long stretches of playing this poorly with such a veteran team like that. That seems very odd to me. Usually that's where the veteran experience kicks in. Right, and you you don't have that four game stretch, um, like I said, that 140 minute stretch where you're just not very good, and you would expect that leadership to kick in and get after some people, play better defense. Because right now the defense isn't very good, right? We we talked about Wisconsin shooting. Do you know what Rutgers shot from three today? 58. percent You're not beating anybody if you let a team shoot 58. percent And this is not one of those moments where you you look at it and you're like, oh, Rutgers just hit some banger shots. It was like in people in their face, fadeaways. No, Rutgers had a way too many open shots off transition, off curls. Like they they got far too many open threes. And you're not going to beat a team if, if you go on the road and you let – and I say let them because, again, they got too many open looks. There are games that happen where you're all over people and for whatever reason a dude just is banging every single shot and you can't guard them. That, that was not this game. you got to play better defensively. You have to play better defensively. You have to lock in. And, yeah, I know it's difficult. Uh, on the road, down a couple guards. They give up too many open looks. Um, and when you do that, you're not going to get back in the game if you consistently give up open shots. So, yeah, Will, it, it's a great point, man. And I appreciate the comment because experience, right, experience doesn't matter if it's not good, if it's not playing well. But experience should be the type of thing that pulls a team out of a slump. Like, that's why you have experience, right? And it just hasn't done it yet. Um, it's It's interesting. It's tough. See what else we got. Uh, Winning Gambler says, not really looking uh, that forward to next year anymore. Obviously, I've talked a lot about how you get a lot of these pieces back. You're going to add in um, a Daniel Freetag, uh, also Jack Robeson. Uh, maybe Gussie Alden's back in the fold. Nolan Winter should be a little bigger, stronger, faster, a little BFS. But, yeah, I, I still am looking forward to next year. Make no mistake. I, I, I This is a weird four-game slide. Again, the season is not over yet. And – I don't ignore the good stretch of this year either, right? That's all I'd say. Don't don't make this four-game slide into the entire year. <clears throat> um, Masab says, and it, please, please tell me if I'm mispronouncing that because that's the last thing I try to do with anybody's name, and I appreciate your comments, man. Uh, they aren't playing team basketball, low assists, high turnovers, crawls out of a group, Blackwell and Kamari injured. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. It, it does feel disjointed. I saw someone else in the chat make that comment, disjointed. That feels like a good word. I, there's a lot of offensive possessions where – Hepburn is dribbling, you know, he'll get into the paint, he'll stop. And he's not stopping and picking up his dribble because it's, he's shooting or there's a wide open shot. He's stopping it and he's kicking it back out with nothing there. And it feels like some of the actions right now offensively are not generating anything. There's not, it's not purposeful dribbling. 
right? I, I see that a lot with Pepperin for whatever reason. Uh, so yeah, it does feel disjointed. It doesn't feel as smooth as it was. I think the injuries, maybe maybe a few other players are banged up. We're not fully sure. Uh, but the, out of a groove is a good way to put it. Michael says, uh, test because I thought Ryan blocked me for standing with guard. It's not coaching. It's lack of talent. So first, I, I mean, I don't block anybody, right? Unless there are a couple people I've blocked because they were just incredibly disrespectful, either to me or, or more importantly to someone else. Like I, I take more crap that people send to me than if – if anybody's disrespectful to like Justin or Rajiv, like I ban them like right away. I kind of feel protective. I don't know. Um, but I don't ban anybody for different opinions, man. As long as people are respectful, it's all good. And I kind of like guard. So I certainly wouldn't ban you for standing with guard anyway. Um, it's not coaching. It's lack of talent. You know, I think, I think the talent is, you know, something that, well, I mean, that's on great guard anyway, right? Like the talent, he's the head coach. He's the recruiter. He's the developer. And again, it's that Navy mentality of the head coach is responsible for all of it at the end of the day there's no excuses the buck stops with him so if it's a lack of talent that's on him as well now i don't think it's a lack of talent i think this team is talented listen is this team talented enough to win the big 10 no i I didn't think so at the beginning of the year but is this team talented enough that they shouldn't be losing by 20 to rutgers yes yes that this team is talented enough that they should be playing better than they are in this four game stretch is my take uh, Jason Gelden says, Ryan, I'd like to know how a veteran team on a three game losing streak starts a game that bad. Yeah, it's a great question. I'd like to know that too, Jason. I would love to know that too. Alex Beckelman says, love it when Carter Gilmore gets asked to break presses. Yeah, that's not where you want him. And there was two turnovers off of that. Um, all right, we're gonna take one more quick break friends of the show. And again, a huge thank you for everybody coming on everybody chatting. You guys are incredible. And I, I appreciate you guys so, so, so much. We're going to take one more quick break for our friends of the show. Come back and continue talking about this Badgers loss, kind of what it means big picture. Um, get some more of your comments. Let's go. All right. And once again, I, I really do want to say thank you. Really do appreciate everybody. Um, Mikey says 2024 football, take the under. Yeah, like six and a half. I'm curious where everyone's initial thoughts are with that schedule. Um, I'm tempted to take the under and say six, although I hate – I hate saying that. And and I, I can almost guarantee you by the time the regular season starts, I will have talked myself into the over. Um, let's keep going here. Uh, Evan says over six and a half. Brian says under. P says everybody take a deep breath and believe and repeat, I believe with Rajiv. I don't know how many people are on that boat right now, man. Bo says Rajiv just gave up. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even know if Rajiv's in this chat or not. I've missed a lot of comments here, and I apologize for that. Um, I, I did want to mention, so I, I talked about something good that I thought, something that I liked. I really liked first half store. Uh, second half store, I felt like he wore down a little bit, took some bad shots. First half store scored 10 of the first 18 points, I believe, got to the rim whenever he wanted to. Um, that's a really good version of store. The store that's driving in, being aggressive, even when even when some of his finishes at the rim are a little wonky, I don't think they're quite as efficient. Like Johnny Davis was probably a better finisher at the rim. Store's ability to get in there, um, Stephen Carl's first and one that that offensive rebound put back that's created off of AJ Store being aggressive, drawing three people. Then Store or Krell's able to come back over, get that rebound and finish. We need more of that. We need that consistently from Store, and he's done it pretty well. Right? He showed up today. That second half was kind of rough for everybody. I thought AJ Store showed up. Connor Seijan led the team in scoring with 15. Uh, he got a little shot happy, but I, I thought 
the interesting thing with Connor, this is the other thing I wanted to highlight. Uh, typically, Connor's going to come in, you know, maybe he misses a couple of shots, has a turnover, and then he's back out. In this game, because of the injuries to Blackwell, because of the injuries to McGee, he was able to stay in, and I thought he found some rhythm, like hit a couple shots. Um, I thought he played better, which is a good sign. So, you know, aggressive store, a little bit of play from Connor. I thought those were good signs. Outside of that, I I thought Tyler Wall scored seven, Crowell scored seven. Again, the starting backcourt of Blackwell and Hepburn scored five combined. That's tough, man. Uh, that's really tough. All right, let me pull some more comments in here. Uh, Brian Dodson said another bad game from Wall. Yeah, it it wasn't a great game for Wall. Uh, and I don't, I don't know. It, it felt like this. It felt like there was like a little bit of an off switch for this team today. Um, and I don't want to insinuate that. I'm never going to say players didn't play hard, but it didn't feel like they were locked in. And I don't know why, because it didn't feel like they were locked in really against Michigan either. Um, this team's not good enough to to play if you're not being locked in. Tyler Strieber says player development as well. Underguard players are just as good as freshmen as they are as upperclassmen. I mean, I think Crowell's gotten better. Um, yeah, but listen, player development, it, it all falls on guard, right? Uh, good and bad. When when good things are happening, when bad things are happening. I mean, certainly Johnny Davis under um, great guard took a huge jump. I think you'd argue Tyler Wall got better from a freshman to an upperclassman. It seems like Connor Seagent's taking a step back, though. I mean, but ultimately, it's all on guard. It's always all on the head coach. There's no excuses if you're the head coach of a Division One program. It's it's recruiting, it's development, it's coaching. It's all on you. It's the assistants you hire. It's maintaining the culture. It's all on you. But again, it's not. It's you don't just take a four game sample size out and say that's what we're going to judge you on, right? This season is is not over yet. Um, and I still think there's, this is a pretty talented squad. They're just in, they're in some type of crazy slump right now, Clay, whatever you want to call it. And, and maybe, maybe I'm being too kind to it. Maybe I'm not being realistic thinking that this is going to, that, that this isn't the Badgers, right? Just, just as we're not as good as number 16 in the country, our high watermark of the season being ranked six, just as we're not that good because we're not. And I've said that, I said that when we were ranked six, I said, I think we're more like a 15 ish team. So just, just like we're not the number six team in the country, we're also not this bad, right? The truth to me is somewhere in the middle. You guys tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe I am. But we're in some type of funk right now. We're shooting really poorly, by the way, which never helps. Um, we got to kick up the defense, though. That's The defense is not very good. Oh, gosh, man. Uh, P says Crowell and Chucky seem a little slow. It feels like Crowell's dinged up. Yeah, Tom Nisa says it right here. Um, this is This is great. Tom said they are not as good as six national and they're not as bad as today. It's somewhere in the middle. Some home cooking will help. I a hundred percent agree with that. Tom, a uh, great friend of the show. Tom's a great dude. I I'm a hundred percent there. This team was not as good as the high water mark. They're not as bad as the low water mark. They're somewhere in the middle and where they are in the middle is the key question, right? That's what I'm curious to figure out. Where are they at in the middle of that? Uh, NDB one twelve says the bigs are bad. I don't think they're bad. Here, here's the thing though. I don't think that they're great either. Okay, to be clear, I don't think they're bad. Like, Stephen Carroll's not a bad player. It, again, I'm not going to tell anybody what the, in my opinion, um, Tyler Wall's definitely not a bad player, but they lack depth there. We've talked about that a ton. They lack, they absolutely lack depth there. I think you got to, in this offseason, um, I think you got to go get a five. I think you got to get somebody who can push Crowell. I, I, and just an athletic guy, a big guy. Doesn't he have to be an overly skilled guy? You need somebody who can come in and be an enforcer on this team. There's no enforcer on this team, right? There's no, 
in hockey parlance, 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 there's no goon, right? There's no Antonio Davis or Dale Davis. There's no Bo Outlaw, whatever you want to call it, right? Bobby Portis. You need somebody who can come in with crazy eyes and set, set a tone. And this team just doesn't have that in the front court. Uh, I think they need that. I think they miss an edge. They have an ed- they don't have an edge there, an edge guy. Um, yeah, it's frustrating. Um, but again, it's not. The, I, I hesitate. It's so easy right after a game. This season has been a season of pendulum swings, right? You think of the the Providence game, the pendulum swinging one way, and then you think all the way through that Michigan State game, the pendulum swinging all the way back, and now it feels like that pendulum has swung again. Okay, but it's gonna come back. You're not gonna shoot twenty percent excuse me, from three for the rest of the season. You're just not. Get home, get better. Um, again, I'm drinking my Edmund Fitzgerald cup right here, so hopefully it's not a, a parallel to the season sinking, but I don't think it is. I, I think this is a, a bad stretch. There's no excuses. They haven't played as clean or as hard as they should, but I, I don't think that's the end of the world either. Um, yeah, Bo Dragon's upset about it. Gus says Tyler Walls had six years to figure out a jump shot and hasn't improved. Figure out, I want to be super clear on this. As somebody who has been around coaches, who has coached a little bit, figuring out a jump shot for a college player is not the head coach's job. Like, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to, you, to your thought on this, Gus, at all. Um, that's not, the head coach isn't, isn't figuring out a jump shot for a small forward. Like, that comes from thousands and thousands and thousands of reps before you get to college. And then it comes from your assistant coaches. It comes from hours and hours put into the gym. There's, there's a reason there's people in the NBA that never figure out how to shoot. Right. Um, Ethan Happ never, never developed a jump shot. Right. Like that happens. That's not on the head coach in, in my, in my very humble opinion, that is not on the head coach. Uh, Winning gambler says no opponent fears taking it right at this team. Yeah. There's, there's not a shot blocker on the team. And we talked about that. That is, there's, there's not an enforcer in the paint. There's not a shot blocker. Winter might have a little bit of that as he gets bigger. But I do think – I think you need somebody. And we talked about this. This isn't a knock on Stephen Krause. Stephen Krause not a perfect player. That's that's one of the holes in his game, right? It's it's being a shot enforcer, being somebody who can intimidate the paint. Um, it's not who he is. It doesn't mean he's a bad player. But it, it's not who he is. And I think this team is missing somebody who can really challenge shots at the rim. Michael said, no one mentioned a replaced guard. Just saying fire the head coach is pointless. He isn't getting fired during the season the end. Well, yeah, guard's definitely not getting fired during the season. I, I don't know if people are are talking that or not. Um, he's definitely not getting fired. And I'm telling you, if he makes the tournament, he's not getting fired after the season either. If for some reason this team has an epic collapse and he misses the tournament again, which for the record, I do not believe is happening. I think there's a very small chance of that happening. But if he does, then, yeah, you have to have that talk. Then we start having that conversation. But I think he's going to make the tournament. I think he's going to make the tournament, I'm telling you, relatively easily. And he's not getting fired. Like, if you do that, you're – the enemy, and maybe it depends somewhat on what he does in March, right? If if that happens and you lose the first game, that's way different than if it happens or if you – and you win a couple. I don't know. I don't I don't think he's going anywhere. And I got to be honest, I don't think his seat is even super warm right now. Whether you like that or not, um, I'm just telling you what I think. Vance Childers, and also what I've heard. Uh, Vance Childers says it's college basketball. This is part for the course. Teams do go through slumps. They do um, have a little up and down. Oh, man. All right, I think I'm going to wrap it up there. I might take a lot of these other comments and just do a, a bigger reaction show, too, because there's a ton of good stuff in here. Kenneth Pulfus says, I feel a full collapse coming. Um, it's possible. I, I don't think it will, but... Um, yeah, it's possible. 
All right, we're gonna wrap it up there. Um, that kind of stinks, guys. I do appreciate every single person in the comments. You guys are are awesome as always. Uh, Wisconsin loses a tough game to Rutgers, and a game that, quite frankly, they should have been more competitive in. But we're gonna continue talking about this this team and this program for sure. You know that on Wisconsin. Appreciate you guys so so much, and uh, let's talk later. <laughs>